Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? It's the Friday episode, finally. It's a lot later than it usually is. Um, various reasons. Uh, no one seems to have noticed, actually, on Twitter. No one's complained or anything. Where's today's someone, episode? I, 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 I monitored the Facebook group and someone... Uh, you, did it. you alert them that it was going to be late? Nah, or just, you someone else did. And then someone just... The thing is, um, the, the hardcore counters are so well-trained that <laughs> they it's almost like we've got automated bots to do our answers for us because someone said no episode today and someone else just quickly answered underneath reasons. And I thought, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've reasons, done it for yeah. us. They know that's what, what's going on. Yeah. There are reasons. I mean, this morning was pretty much out of the question because I was just a little bit um, incapable. Mm. Um, I was at the funeral of our good friend Dave Harper yesterday yeah. and the service was at 10 a.m. and oh, the work began at uh, about 11.15 and I was in the various pubs until 11.30 Was last it a wake Sam. crawl? It was a wake crawl, yeah. Lovely. We had a social club. We had the function room in a social club near the crematorium. Steel yeah. Social Club. You might be familiar with it if you're from Sunderland. Um, we had that until 5pm and then we got kicked out. So then we went down Hilton Road um, and there's a few pubs in Hilton Road. So we stopped off in a couple of them and then uh, ended up in the Ivy House, which um, is near to Pop Rex. And it's kind oh, of yeah. like Dave's. It, it, Dave did the quiz in there for a few years on a Wednesday night. So it's uh, a place close to his heart. So the we Pop Rex I went to because there was an old Pop Rex as well, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, you the one the old one near the bus station. Yeah, mm. where where some people went for the gig because they hadn't been told the right information, including me. You mean including I, you? Yeah, I went there as well. An integral part of the of the event. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it was it was as it was as good as funerals <clears throat> can be. You know, as people always say, it was there was a lot so. of laughter. Yeah, um, which. Yeah, is is what Dave would have wanted, really. Uh, there's a lot of laughter, a lot of sadness, but um, during the eulogy, which was given by his, uh, Dave's close friend uh, Ross, um, he pretty much began the eulogy by saying that Dave um, didn't pass away in the manner that he he kind of wanted to, namely to be bummed to death by a pack of dogs. Is that what he wanted? That's what was, he's, and, yeah. he, and Ross said this in the eulogy. Ross said this in the eulogy. Legend. Oh, the other way that Dave wanted to go was to be the first man in history to drive a canal boat up his own arse. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see that, that oh, set the tone. That set the tone, set the tone for the, tone the, day, for the really. Fucking hell, I've got to say, I was jealous when you told me you were going. As much as I was gutted <laughs> about Dave dying, right? Yeah. On the other hand, I thought, fuck, that's going to be a cracking fucking send off. Oh man, it it was, and you know what? I was just thinking about this today. I was kind of, I was out for, a, I was out for twelve hours, so I was 
chatting with various people, lots of people. Mm. Some I knew, some I didn't. And there wasn't a single person that we encountered yesterday who was in any way, shape or form a dick. Oh, you know how you yeah. know how you'll you'll go to a, some kind of social function or a wedding or a funeral. You'll get talking to someone who is invariably a dick at some point. Nobody, and that's a great reflection on on. Or Hart, uh, I think. quite often boring people. That's what yeah. I fear at funerals yeah. too. Maybe I was the boring one. I don't know, mm. but you know, there's nobody like that at all. You didn't want to talk to everyone. I remember great. Dave being very entertaining and telling me about a local a, a local dick of note. Right. from round your way. Obviously, I won't get into details or who it is, but it's one of the things I remember is he's just telling me about a local character who who I've sort of, even though I can't remember the name of him, I became a bit obsessed with because it sounded like a brilliant idea for a sitcom. He was just a local dick who he was having to deal with like a nemesis <laughs> all the time. So, obviously, yeah. he he wasn't invited, clearly. If it's who I think it was, no, I didn't see him there yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Local Sunderland <No>. dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, 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 there was it was invitation only for the crematorium for the service, but then for the social club, it was like yeah, advertised on social media. You know, anybody that wants to come Freestyle. along, come along. And it was well busy. Um, what was the uh, grab like at the um, at the was, like, uh, party? High quality beige buffet. Yeah. Uh, triangular sandwiches, uh, spring rolls, uh, sausage rolls, uh, pork pie segments, uh, oh. crisps. So only one thing better than a pork stuff. pie, a pork pie segment. Because then segment. you see the beautifully flat pork that you mm. could hold a spirit level to. Yeah. Can't, can't yeah. you? Do you know what I mean? It was like pork pie triangles, like from Trivial. If Trivial oh. Pursuit was made of pork pies... Which it should it be. It was like that. It should be. I mean, I got to the, the end of my uh, selection and I had uh, a triangular tuna sandwich and I had a pork pie segment left and I thought, hmm, what shall I have first? I'll have the sandwich and the pork pie can be the dessert. Yeah. There you go. So what, did you just have one lot? Did you pile up one plate high and I just stick quite, with that? quite highly piled plate. Yeah, I didn't go back for more. Yeah, that's my system from Christmas. As always, mm. I, I use just yeah. a highly piled plate. Get but highly piled uh, plate. sorry to dwell on the food, but what time did you were you allowed at it? At the buffet. Yeah, uh, it was quite early on. I think it was about half twelve. It was within mm. an hour oh, okay. of getting to the club. So around lunchtime, I love it when something when something extraordinary happens, like a death. I like yeah. the way that normal rules are suspended. And yeah. one of the rules that are suspended are when you can start eating lunchtime foods. <laughs> eating lunchtime foods before lunchtime yeah. is a fucking thrill that doesn't Treat, you don't it? get the opportunity for many times in life. The yeah. other classic time for eating lunchtime foods before lunchtime, which I would yeah. say is before midday. <laughs> I, was, I, was I mean, I, I know Sorry. up north. I know up north people have lunch at midday anyway. In mm. London, one is more common, but I tend to follow northern <laughs> rules these days because I just spend all my time at home, so who's going to fucking stop me uh. eating lunch at midday? But what I'm saying is, if you ever had a pat lunch, which I'm pretty sure you didn't because you went home for a soup at lunchtime usually, right? Yeah. But if you had a pat lunch, my mum would put my pat lunch on the table for me to grab and put in my bag before I went to school. But if I threw a sickie and had the day off, She'd go to work and say, you don't need to worry about lunch because your sandwich and that's already on the table. As soon as she was out the door and the house was empty, I'm sitting in my yeah. fucking dressing gown 
That fucking lunch is getting eaten now, you can. Allegedly pooly. And you're on the Allegedly, lunch but, yeah, at 9 15 you know, bullshit. <sighs> it was bullshit, or I had a bit of a sniffle. Yeah. I'd be like, right, telly on, bang, open university. Right, yeah. what have I got for lunch? Tuna sandwich. <laughs> Lovely. Packet of gold wonder. I'm going to have that for my breakfast. <laughs> and funerals are the other great opportunity for that kind yeah. of thing. I've just remembered something which, which happened at about, call it'll have been about 5.30pm. Um, we walked past Oscar's Vets uh, <laughs> on, on between, between oh, don't pubs. Don't tell me the vet came out and tried to interact well, with no, you. The, the last time I took Oscar into the vet, the vet at the end of the, the consultancy, um, he, he said he was a big fan of mints. So I had a bit of a chat with the vet about mints. So there's me. Cock of the walk, walking down the street in my funeral gear, and the door of the vet is open, and <laughs> I could best see him. Funeral gear. I could see him, and I just shouted, hey, "Is that Tom? What? What is it?" And, I, and he had a look. And, uh, yeah, drunk, <laughs> drunkenly, drunkenly, um, uh, had a bit of banter with the with the vet. Uh, bumping into, but being drunk and bumping into like people from normal life. Yeah. It's a fucking drag, isn't it? I mean... Especially at 5.30pm when you're not really expected to be really drunk. Yes. I mean? We used to always call it... In my dream days, uh, me and my mates used to say, oh, God, it was really bad. I had to pretend to be human. That's mm-hmm. so what you have to do. Totally we, we start being yeah. human. Oh, hello. Hello, Dr. <laughs> Vet. Oh, uh, yes. I have been meaning to bring young Oscar in for his regular check-up. It is I. I believe you are a fan of my podcast. I just thought I'd <laughs> shout hello through the door as I was passing. Hello. <laughs> my hello, dogs. I've been, I Funny I should bump into you, because as a matter of fact, I was examining my dog's ring piece only last night, and <sighs> I don't know if I spotted some kind of parasitic creatures and <laughs> set up home there. Uh, maybe something that needs a professional eye. <laughs> So yeah, that was uh, yeah. I apologise to anybody I encountered yesterday who I might have embarrassed. Um, no, well, it was, it was a all long in the day. name of uh, honouring the passing day. of a great man. And as as was regularly said throughout the day, it's what Dave would have wanted. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was a sad day, but also um, a lot of fun. No, lots of laughs. And um, yeah, now we need to work out how Pop Rex continues because Dave just completely fucking run the show himself it would take like so it's not five, just resources people. as in money it's like mm. who's going to actually pick up the reins because it's a full time so, yeah. Yeah. thing really but the I energy think the money going to be the hard the money thing will be the harder part but um, there's various plans and schemes afoot so I think it'll be okay mm. um, yeah so that was that was why uh, I couldn't do the podcast this morning because I was I wasn't that hungover racks, but I just I just felt fucking discombobulated I felt mm. a lot less hungover than I thought I would given the really? amount that I consumed yeah 12 hours do you get bad hangovers I, I never I don't really go out that often and get pissed enough to get hangovers anymore so I don't no. know but we did the thing at like 11 sorry about 10.45 when they were calling last orders let's get whiskies. another and let's all get whiskies. yeah let's yeah. have a whiskey like a gentleman yes. does yeah in such situations it's very sophisticated and won't affect our performance in the next hour Let's or so. Let's get a different colour of alcohol in a different glass. Uh, uh, so I was just minging by that point. 
So there we go. You said before we started recording this episode, you had a, a bit missing. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we've, we've gone deep into the heart of, of death, bereavement and the human condition. So now As we always do. me discussing the fact that I lost an attachment from my headphone cable doesn't really <laughs> seem appropriate. It did at the time. It felt exciting because sometimes even the most trivial matters can seem like good top flight time machine content. There is yeah. a there is a, a a bit that this podcast. Yeah, people don't know about this bit. I've not publicised it. But I wasn't aware of the bit. It's very important to this podcast. Right. The bit is an adapter for my my best head my best headphones, which are yeah. the ones I'm wearing. Yeah. To plug them into my phone. Yeah. Into right. the like an iPhone attachment, but I bought a few of these little attachments, and most of them are shit. Right. Um, but there's one that is just perfect. Never gives me any grief. There's never any. Cra- I know you've never complained of a crackle in the you edit. Can't beat a reliable bit, can you? And it's it's when you find it's, one. it's kind of old. It looks less fresh than the others. It's a little bit grubby. Yeah. But I know the bit, and the bit is the only bit I trust. The bit that and let you it was down. missing from its usual place on my desk as I was about to call you to commence the podcast. Did you find and it? And I was like this. Ah, who's seen my bit? Shouting down the stairs. And they're all like, you know, Len's like, I don't know where your bit is. And I'm like, I know that little fucker's <laughs> been using my bit behind my back. I've seen him Ooh. do it. And I've said, if you use that, like, that bit, I don't mind what stuff of mine you use as long as you put it back but that bit is a different matter that bit the yeah. top flight time machine empire rests upon this fucking bit so don't be moving it thank god my good wife knew where it was she fucking knows where everything is jalapeño since 2013 Bombas has donated over 100 million socks underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness if we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Jalapeño. Thing is, mate, when I lose things, I'm very quick to lose my temper about it. And mm. I lose things a lot. There's a lot of chat going on at the moment about attention deficit disorder. Yeah. And I've got, I know a few people, including some good friends who've been diagnosed with it. And uh, so I did a questionnaire because everyone's like, yeah. this, I've got ADHD. You probably have as well. And you're like, fucking hell. It's not like, you know, suddenly everyone's got fucking, you know, I don't know, stunt nuts on their BMX, so we all have to get them. It's a mental condition, <laughs> right? So so I fucking looked it out. I thought, all right, fuck it, I'll do the questionnaire. So I do the questionnaire, and, yeah, I pass it with flying colours. I've definitely got ADHD according got to it. these 20 questions. Right. A lot of it is you lose things a lot, you're absent-minded, and then you are sort, sort of get quite quick-tempered about it because you get frustrated right, yeah. very easily because you're always fucking yeah. confused, right? 
And uh, anyway, this was a while back. So I, I, I said to my therapist, what about ADHD? And she was almost a bit like, fucking hell, not another cunt. Yeah, here right, we go. This is just yeah. classic kind I of... I wish I'd commission on this, yeah. Yeah, every fucker's like, I want ADHD. It's what all the cool people have got. It's what all the celebrities yeah. have got, right? And she's thought, fucking classic Delaney reckons he's got ADHD. Mm. She went, well, I can't From diagnose Nos, just more like... Yeah, well, yeah. So she goes, right, you... Whatever she went, I can't diagnose your therapist, so you're not a, cl- a clinician, right? So you yeah. got to ask the proper shrink, the expensive one, yeah, who I only see once yeah. in a while. So I asked him, do you know what he said? I can't remember if I told you this. Do you reckon I've got ADHD? Wait a second. Yeah. I said, do you reckon I've got ADHD? He went, yeah, probably. Yeah. And I went, what? Well, that's it. The diagnosis he goes, well, I could diagnose you if you want. We'd have to do. Like more of a sit down chat and blah blah blah. We have to do this. He went, but I mean, what's the point? Yeah, you probably would have it if I did all of that. He goes, well, what do you want? Pills for it? Yeah. He goes, you're already on some pills for other things. Well, you want more pills? You went, yeah. You got ADHD. Loads of people have got it. So what? He goes, there's it. good things. He goes, there's good things about it as well as bad. You might yeah. lose shit and lose your temper a bit, but it means you can like think of things quickly and all that stuff. I mean, I'm fucking ADHD. Yeah. Pro- Imagine that. I wouldn't mind the bloke cost the thought. I mean, I do like him, but it's a classic kind of you fucking do it response, isn't it? Dude, look, doctor, I've got something very serious to ask you. I've done some research and I'm really worried. Uh, I did a question. Do, and I want you to be honest. <laughs> do you think I have ADHD? Yeah, probably. Next yeah. question. <laughs> he basically went, yeah, you have. Fuck off. I'm not doing anything about it. So can that's not, the end um, of that conversation. Can can you not get a blue badge then for parking with well, Yeah, I've been looking into it. And yeah, also the other that. thing I want is one of those giant keys that let you into any toilet. <laughs> you know they exist, don't you? Is that how they work? I know they've got the special yeah. lock, haven't they? The toilets. Yeah, yeah. And but if you, you get the key, they work on all the toilets. You can get oh, a key right. that is given out and it's like Doctor Who's magic screwdriver. Wow. I assumed you'd have to like ask at the desk for the key, but you get you know it as mate, part of your package. You know my mate Jay, right? You yeah. know Jay. So Jay is a a wonderful man of mystery and like high sophistication. Yeah, definitely. And I've worked with him for years. He's a really old mate, but he's older than me, and he's like so. He's such a cool bloke that when you're out with him. He somehow makes things happen that you didn't think were possible. Ooh. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. He's the sort of bloke that if you're going, you know, when when I was younger, if you if you were going to a club and it was like there was a big queue, Jay would walk in and not even have to say anything to the bouncers wow. or anything like that. Yeah. You'd just walk in with him and he'd never explain why. So he's that, like, co- he, like- that kind of a character. Right. Like Jedi mind trick shit. Yeah, almost. yeah, he's sort of like a Jedi. And uh, <laughs> you sort of almost trust him with anything. He's the sort of bloke that if you're somewhere and you need to park and you go to him something like, ah, oh, mate, you'll never park up here, you better stick it in the multi-story. He just looks at you silently like you're mad and then suddenly turns down a secret alley like Batman Ooh. and there's, like, an individual there who he, like, just throws the keys to and they park it. But, like, wherever you are in London, he knows. Yeah. Right, yeah. he's just one of those guys. He he's got everything fucking down, right? And one time, and and anyone who knows him knows this about him. 
and you almost exchange stories about it. Like, mm. you never guess what Jay did the other day when we were out. He's much older than the rest of us, so we all kind of like speak in hushed tones. Mm. One time I had to meet him at a comedy club in London first thing in the morning because we were having a meeting with the owner, yeah? Right. And the meeting was arranged for 10 o'clock. And we got there and we rang on the bell and there was no answer. So then we called the bloke and there was no answer. And then we bang, bang, banged on the door and there was still no answer. And then we pulled the door and it was locked. And I was like, this is getting a bit ridiculous now, you know. He, he's a man who never loses his call. I'm a man who's always losing my call. And yeah. I'm like, fucking hell. He's dragged us here at this fucking time in the morning and he's not even fucking answering the phone. What are we going to do about this, right? So then I turned around, started looking up and down the street, wondering if this bloke was going to arrive. When I turned back, Jay had taken a, a nice, tasteful little leather card holder from his inside pocket, mm. and he'd removed a jet black plain credit card. So it was mm. like the size and shape of a credit card, but it had no writing on it at all, or branding on it at all. It was just wow. plain, very yeah. sophisticated. And he casually, I could see him look around to make sure no one was looking. He didn't know that I was looking. And he casually tapped it against the keyhole of the door and then gently pulled the door. Now, what? I know what you think I'm going to say is that the door opened. It did not. The door remained <laughs> locked. And he just sort of like kind of semi-shrugged himself and put the card back in his wallet. Then he put the wallet <laughs> back in his inside pocket and said nothing more. And every part of me wanted to say, what the fuck is that card? and what magical properties does it possess. Mm. But there's something about him that even though I've known him for years and years and he's a really good mate, I cannot, I didn't have the courage to ask. No. But ever since I've been fascinated by it, something, why did he do that? What is that card? Why mm. did he so confidently tap it against the lock? There is something that he has got, he has somehow acquired a card. A magic card. That can that in some circumstances can open locks with a single tap. Fascinating. And you think it's the equivalent of the disabled toilets where you get the magic key? Yeah, I mean, I, it's a more old, it's a classier locks. version because the disabled toilets key, the one that I'm after for the old ADHD. Yeah, that's a big clunky thing. I mean, I'd probably it? wear it on a bit of string around my neck. Yeah, like a wrapper. <laughs> yeah, and then I'd, and then if I had one. I mean, I try, like most people, I try to avoid doing shits in public toilets unless I really have to. But mm. I can be I'll be honest, if I had one of those keys, I'd probably start doing it more out in public toilets because you've got the key, you might as well make the most of it, you know? Yeah. Um, I think my pizza might have just arrived. I'll just quickly tell you this in case it turns up. Hang on, I'll come back to you in a couple of minutes. You're listening to Andy Dawson and Sam Delaney, the hardest working cunts in podcasting. Uh, yeah, the pizza's here, so we'll have to wrap this episode up, I'm okay. afraid. Uh, we'll just do quickly predictions. Yeah. Speed predictions, yeah. Here yeah. We go. Uh, Southampton versus Manchester City. Uh, nil two. Nil two. I think it will be... Nil four. Um, West Ham United versus Manchester United. Uh, two two. Going for a decimal there. Two two. I will go for um, 
and 2-1 to Manchester United, sorry. Fleetwood versus Sunderland. I'm going to go 3-0 to Sunderland. 2-0 uh, Sunderland. 2-0 to Sunderland. Uh, Millwall versus Coventry. Millwall versus Coventry. 1-0 Cov. 1-1, I think. And then uh, tonight, Newcastle versus Leeds. 1-0. I will go for... 1-0. I will go for 2-1 Leeds. Because that'll be quite funny. Uh, was there anything else we needed to mention before we wrap this up? Well, if you haven't seen it already, um, the lady from Eggheads, Judith Keppel, was asked yes. who would be on her ultimate fantasy quiz team in the big um, t- in the in the book of uh, Eggheads. They probably right. the big the, and it, she does an interview in it. And um, one of the questions is who would be your ultimate fantasy quiz team? So mm-hmm. real quick before you go, I'll read out who she says. This is genuinely in the book, and I've shared the picture on Twitter. Benjamin Franklin, polymath. Leonardo da Vinci, science and art. George Augusta Escoffier, food and drink. Alagaya? George Alagaya? No, no, Escoffier. (laughs) Sir Francis Drake, geography. Benjamin Disraeli, history, politics and literature. Claire Baldwin, sport. Sam Delaney, (laughs) ex-editor of Heat magazine. No fucking lie. What? When's this from? Is this from a new book? (laughs) Someone put it. Someone put it on um, the Facebook I'm Filings page. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I checked and cross-checked. It's fucking real. It's incredible. If you don't believe me, I've tweeted the images out and put them on my Instagram as well. Yeah. It's a great honour. And as I said to my mate Dave on um, Twitter just now, maybe now, maybe now, maybe my now. dad will love me. I've oh, sent I hope him, so. I've sent him a picture of it. No fucking really response. So. No response. <laughs> Before we go, the pizza's there, but it's obviously it'll be too hot to eat for a couple of minutes. So this this is well before we go. Um, did you know it's Billy Bond's birthday today? I didn't know Mitchell. that. Cockney Christmas, Cockney Christmas, and Cockney Christmas. And the excellent Sid Lambert on Twitter posted oh, yeah. this thing about Billy Bond's sensational warm-up routine. Have you seen this before? <laughs> no. Oh, this is great. The longtime captain never warmed up. His routine was to stick a ball against the wall in the small gymnasium in the dressing room area. Bond says, I will block tackle the wall or get used to tackling. (laughs) And then he says, then he says, do a few stretches, a couple of sprints from one end of the gym to the other. You nutted the door a couple of times and went out and played. That was it. My warm up. (laughs) (laughs) Block tackle the wall. And then look the door a couple of times and just get out there. Times. What else do you need? need? All this bollocks you see now with them activating their glutes. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> so there you go. Happy birthday, Billy Bonds. Yeah, and, and Merry uh, Cockney Christmas, everyone. I'm sorry that this episode has been slightly shorter than usual and also a lot later than usual, but there you go. My pizza's here and I fucking need it. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, goodbye. All the best. Goodbye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.